This is all theater. This is all just political theater. Political theater. Political theater. Pure political theater. Theater. Political theater. The nefarious, significant, and protracted political, political, political theater for political theater's sake. I yield back. From Washington, this is Political Theater. Roll Call's review of the spectacle of politics on Capitol Hill and across the country. I'm Jason Dick. The flag of the United States is a worldwide icon. It's a symbol of liberty with a complicated history. The Flag Makers, a documentary from veteran filmmakers Sharon Lees and Cynthia Wade, profiles the people at Eater Flags in Wisconsin, a major manufacturer of flags and flagpoles in the United States. They are a diverse lot and an influential swing state, and they represent the tapestry of American society all while they literally stitch together the tapestry that is the American flag. Cynthia, Sharon, welcome to Political Theater. Thank you. Hi, thanks for having us. I always like to start with, you know, how this project came into, into your world. Um, I mean, both of you, if you, if you, I, you know, I, I'm, I spend a lot of time on IMDb, not just for, for professional purposes, but, you know, like just checking out, you know, what, what people have been working on and what my favorite filmmakers work on. You both have an impressive set of films that you've worked on either as producers or directors, writers. And I'm, I'm just always curious what got you interested in this project uh, and where it, where it came from. Uh, what, Sharon, why don't we start with you? Okay, great. So Cynthia and I have uh, been friends for a really long time, and we've collaborated on lots of projects, and we also do our individual projects as well. We're both doing series. She's doing a series now for Netflix. I'm doing something for Stars, And um, we talk a lot, and we talk about like what's going on in our lives and what's going on in the country. And several years ago, we were talking about the anti-immigrant sentiment that was just growing in leaps and bounds. And um, we wanted to look for a project that would be meaningful. And um, I live in Kansas City, and um, I found this program where women who are refugees and immigrants were learning to sew in a sewing program. And at the end of that program, they uh, would find work somewhere. And one of the women found a job at at a flag factory. And when that happened, and we started filming, Cynthia and I said, whoa, this is this is the story. There's got to be more like this. And uh, we were not able to get access to that uh, factory in Kansas City. So we did a nationwide search and found a this flag factory, Eater Flag, in, um, in Wisconsin, in Oak Creek. And Cynthia happened to be doing a commercial shoot at the time in Chicago when I talked to the chief operating officer on the phone. And she was open to having us come in, even though she had turned down many documentary filmmakers before. And I said, Cynthia, can you get there? And she said, I can do it tomorrow. So Cynthia went and she called me and she can tell the rest. (laughs) The genesis for this project really came from our discussions of how increasingly uncomfortable we both were with displaying the American flag. I had really felt like over the course of several years, the American flag had been co-opted by uh, the right, by the very extreme right, and that there was this very narrow, um, inflexible, and almost belligerent um, sort of stance where it was, you know, I'll always stand and, you know, no questions asked. Um, And it didn't allow for any discussion about uh, nuance in this country or the history of this country or that you can have very complicated feelings about this country. You can 
have both hope for this beautiful, fragile democracy, and you can also feel despair. And so we wanted to pursue a project that held both hope and despair, both in this country. And when we found the largest American flag and flagpole manufacturing plant in the country, outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which has you know, more than 90% immigrants and refugees literally sewing the stars and stripes of our flag, we realized that this was really an ideal place to explore those issues. And I, I was I was just going to say that the, you know, the, the, the folks that you profile, it is like a political researcher's dream focus panel. Um, you know, you have, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, the, the, the manager who is, is an immigrant from Serbia and you have Sugar Ray, who's, who's a, a, a native of, of the, of the area of, of Milwaukee, a black man. And then you have Barb, you know, who's a, a conservative, older, you know, white woman. And you've got refugees and it just kind of keeps going. And, and, you know, some of them are from, you know, Central and South America. Some are from Asia. You know, there's, there's a gentleman from Iraq. I mean, it's just, it really packs a lot. And again, this, this, you know, your, your documentary is 35 minutes, but it, it almost feels like a feature length because of how many, how many diverse, you know, viewpoints you're able to, to like, you know, sort of explore in this short period of time. Yeah, it was definitely when when we walked in there and we saw all the people and all the different faces and, and knowing that there were lots of different values and different beliefs and different perspectives, it it was a dream for us because we were we said this is the face of America right in here and this is what this is what we want to explore and this is what we want to show the world because it was like this little this little bubble. And again, the, the not to overstate it, but you know, this is you know, Oak Creek is is south of of Milwaukee, you know, and in these you know these suburbs of of Milwaukee, you know, they're they're one of those places where this is where we determine our leaders. This is where we determine the majority in the Senate. You know, this seems to be the the places that decide elections and and sort of the direction of the com- the country, as well as being places where people live and raise their kids and work and and so forth. Yeah, we um, and we followed the flag makers over the course of three years. So we started the film in 2019, six months, obviously, into filmmaking. uh, Everybody was hit with a pandemic. So that was challenging in terms of getting in and out of the factory. But we continued to film and obviously film through the summer of 2020 um, and then through early 2021. Um, and the flag makers' reaction to the insurrection. We also filmed the 2020 elections. So we got, um, you know, we followed our flag makers up until the point where they were getting into the poll, the polling stations and voting. Um, those who could vote, we followed all of that. A lot of our flag makers actually sewed the flags for Kamala Harris's uh, inaugural speech, which is amazing. Um, and we followed that. In the end, um, we chose to. Uh, really move away from those particular moments um, and really go for something that was maybe a little bit more of a contemplation or a meditation on the American dream. And is there an American dream as seen through these flag makers? Um, But certainly we followed many of these events over the course of the last three years. It's amazing how much happened in those in those years that you were that you were filming. Um, I mean, we we obviously you know, history never stops, but it certainly like just got denser um, in 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 those three years with the with the pandemic, 
with Black Lives Matter. I mean, like the, you know, one of the, one of the things that comes up in, in this uh, with particularly, you know, Sugar Ray is very, he's, he's really struggling with, with a lot of the, the issues that are coming up because, you know, in, in Kenosha, you know, the, the, the shooting up in Kenosha happened during this time also. And, you know, he has this, I mean, he's, he sort of says like, I, you know, I work here, I work at a, a flag manufacturer and I've talked with my wife about whether, about our display of, of the flag. And, and it's just so, I mean, he has so many moments. I mean, I wrote some of them down as is, you know, you really get the temperature of the country by the flags and not just, not just flags for, I mean, you know, I think there's one that's a, like a blue lives matter and then there's a black lives matter and, and, you know, just so it's more than just like the American flag that that is on people's minds. I guess that's what happens when you work in a flag factory. Um, and there's a, a nice moment too, much to my consternation, when he's raising a Milwaukee Bucks flag because I'm I'm from Phoenix. My heart was broken when the Bucks beat the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals a couple of years ago. But it is, I mean, he like show you show the full range of what people you know went through. And then also, I mean, you, Cynthia, you mentioned the 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 sort of co-opting of flag imagery, and there's this moment where you, you show Sugar Ray and one of his kids watching uh, January 6 coverage, and there's somebody, you know, being one of the insurrectionists is beating a police officer with a flagpole, and it's you know, it, it, it I couldn't help but think that on their minds is is that one of our flagpoles? Is that one of our flags that's being used? Exactly. And for Sugar Ray, that's the department that he manages. He oversees the, the flagpoles being made and being shipped out. Um, and there are thousands that go out. So undoubtedly, there was there there had to have been something there. Um, yeah, Sugar Ray was um, amazing for us to be able to follow. He um, is so sensitive and so... Um, willing to go there. And when we, he was raw when we interviewed him, it was a week after everything had happened in Kenosha. So, um, and he was very willing to, sh to share that, that with us. And the co-opting of the flags, what's interesting is we hear a lot of people telling us these days that, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put a flag out because I don't want people to think that I think something other than what I do. Um, and one of the ways people are getting around that is putting another flag. So you see these around the country, you see these flags being paired with, with other, with other flags so that you, so that people know your politics when you put out an American flag, which is sort of a sad situation. It goes against the thought of, you know, like it's, you know, it's the flag of the United States and, you know, we, I mean, we have seldomly been united, but it does seem more we're more divided now. And, and it, and I, uh, you know, it, it, it is interesting to see people struggle with that notion. I mean, you've got, you know, again, some of the people who are working at the factory, you know, they came here from war zones, you know, they, they, they are refugees. They, they came to, you know, escape that kind of horror and, and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're working on the symbol of democracy that they like, move toward and still having a tough time. You know, one of them was attacked in a Walmart. Uh, you know, I mean, it, I mean, just, it's a, as I said, it, it's, I don't know what your editing process is, but it is, it must be amazing because again, I, I've, you know, this, this, this film is a little over 35 minutes. It feels very comprehensive in terms of what it's trying to explore and giving people space to explore that. And then, as you said, it's a film too. I mean, you just, you go to Ellis Island with Radicha when she is getting ready to leave to, to move back to Serbia. And, and it's one of their flags, you know, that's, that's flying near the Statue of Liberty. 
the editing took a year and we edited with three editors. Um, so often in documentary filmmaking, uh, your film is many things before it ends up being the final thing frozen in time. You know, and when we started this in the summer of 2019, we could not have expected or anticipated all that was going to happen. And so as a documentary filmmaker, you end up filming way more. And unfortunately, there were way more character arcs than we could even fit into the film. But you don't know. So you end up democratically, really, just following lots and lots of storylines. And then you have lots of iterations of the film before it becomes this film. Um, what's cool about it, though, is that uh, the producers from Come From Away, the Broadway musical Come From Away, have uh, optioned this to be a Broadway musical. So if that happens, which of course could take a decade, but if it happens, then we could really use some of the footage that is not in the film uh, to be inspiration for potentially a musical, which is funny. I At first, I think we both felt like, wait, what? A musical? But when you think about The Factory, it really is what you what I wish our country could be. There are more than a dozen languages spoken on the on the factory floor. I mean, at, at one point there were up to 20 languages spoken. They're people from all over the world. They may not share a language, but they share this common, um, the common skill of, of sewing and also a commonality in terms of just the dedication to the craft. You, there's a big sign in the shipping department, um, the department that Sugar Ray runs that says, if it's not right, don't ship it. And that really is the, um, the intent. So you see the incredible care. I mean, every star that they sew, it's 250 times around because they're five points and they do it five times, you know, they do it over and over. Um, and so this love, this incredible love, whether or not they sp uh, speak a common language and you hear the radios from around the world, you know, Moroccan and Mexican and Serbian music. And then the food, this food that comes out in these Tupperwares and the break room at lunchtime, it's lovely. I mean, it really is sort of how I envision, I would wish our entire country could be, but they, they spend all of this time carefully sewing these flags. And it really is, there really are works of art. And then the flags get sent out and they're five million, five million a year that get sent out. And then they become uh, politicized. Then they become used more as either signals, political signals, as Sharon has mentioned, like in front of somebody's house or in the back of somebody's pickup truck, or uh, they, they literally became uh, tools of violence uh, during the January 6th insurrection. So it's interesting things to think about the artistry that's happening inside the factory walls and the intent and the diversity. I mean, it's like the United Nations inside the factory. And then those flags and flag poles get shipped out. And then, you know, they get sent out into the country, into the world. And then they're used for different purposes all over the country and all over the world. Yeah, I mean, I mean, here in Washington, you know, one of the one of the things that you know, is, is a very common practice is, you know, you, uh, you can request of your Congress, you know, person that, that a flag that has flown along the Capitol. And I would guess that people in Washington probably are a little more attuned to the movement of flags and what flags are being displayed maybe than, um, than maybe the average city, just because there are so many. I mean, when, you know, Zelensky was in town a couple of weeks ago, 
you know, the, there was, um, you know, they, they had lined Pennsylvania Avenue, which is just, you know, I'm looking down on it right now. Um, not looking down you know, from, from, from a vantage of superiority, but like, it's just a few stories down from where our office is. And, you know, they'd lined this so that he, when his motorcade went from the white house to, uh, Capitol Hill, he would see the Ukrainian flag and they, they had just started putting out some of the flags when people noticed, uh, those aren't all Ukrainian flags. Those, some of those are Swedish flags, which is, you know, the flipping of the, of the colors. So, I mean, you know, people really do pay attention to this. And then, you know, when someone dies, um, a, a dignitary dies, you know, it's, it's a matter of who makes the call for flags to be lowered. Um, I mean, flags are used in, in, in the, the, just a variety of like, I think ceremonial purposes everywhere, of course, but in Washington, it's, it's amped up. Um, so this, again, this is one of the reasons that it attracted me to um, to t- talking to you about about your your film because it, it I think it resonates not just um, because of what the flag symbolizes for a variety of people but the the arch- it's among the infrastructure of what we uh, deal with here in, in Washington quite a bit when we um, when the pandemic was uh, really soaring and we could not film in the factory for periods of time. We pivoted and uh, thought the film might be something else. And we went to different states and filmed flags in different states. And it could be the American flag or other flags in, in, in those other states. But we went to Florida, we went to Mississippi when they retired their uh, their flag with the Confederate symbol on it. Um, so it was really interesting how much, I mean, we really got to see all around the country how uh, significant this little piece of fabric can be and how much meaning people put into it. I have to say, I I, uh, I can't help but think that someone will pick this up as a as for for further adaptation. You mentioned the musical that that seems because of the number of voices that are you know a, a part of this. Again, the you know the, the the things write itself, right? The tapestry and so forth. I you know sort of uh, use that in 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 the intro. Um, so, and then this is a uh, National Geographic films, uh, you know, a part. And but you can stream it in a variety of places, right? I mean, it's it's on Hulu and and where else currently? The film is available on National Geographic. It's also available on Disney Plus, and until January seventeenth, it is available on Hulu. All right. Well, uh, that was about all I had. Anything that either one of you'd like to add before we start to to wrap up the pod? I mean, I'll just add that you know when Cynthia and I walked into the factory and we the first day we were filming, we walked out and said we're never going to look at the American flag the same way again. Um, and we hope that people will look at this film and have the same have the same feeling, the same reaction because of it. You know, we do this because we want people to be able to meditate about something and, and maybe shift a little bit of their thinking. Well, again, thank you so much uh, for, for taking some time to talk about your project. It's uh, the, the flag makers. And uh, as, uh, as Cynthia said, it's available on Disney plus and national geographic and on Hulu for a little bit. And then um, I, you know, it's uh, it's, it's out there in the world. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Again, uh, the the it, flag makers is available on streaming uh, on Disney Plus, National Geographic, and for Hulu, it's also on the Oscar shortlist. Uh, we'll find out about Oscar nominations uh, later on this month uh, at, at the end. But uh, it's for for those of you for those Oscar watchers out there, this is one of those uh, uh, films that's on the shortlist. So 
thanks again uh, for uh, listening. Please, uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please uh, tell your friends about it. Subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, pick it up on Apple uh, Podcasts or Google Play or NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks again for listening. When I moved from Serbia, it surprised me a little bit how much Americans love their flag. In all our flags, we have pieces of our employees' stories. That flag have story to tell. Story of us. The first step is sewing the star field to the short stripes. A lot of my employees been through a lot. I saw the camera. We infringed بعد أنا بعد أنك تقرب من 150 Next person will take the long stripes. I haven't worked at a place that has been this diverse before. Good morning, everybody. Big lava, Miraman Jesse, Salam Aleikum. I understand the pride of immigrants looking at the American flag, being in a country where you could aspire to be anything that you want to be. Nice people here. Don't remember all their names. Their names are different than American names, but that's okay. ما توقع ما ما حسيت نفس اللي بالارض يعني I love America. I know it's not perfect, but that is beauty. You don't love something because it's perfect. You love something because it's yours. <laughs>